Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome along to episode 57 of the Sofa Manager Scottish Football Podcast. Uh, as we've mentioned, though, there's not much Scottish football <laughs> to talk about, <laughs> so today's the day we can uh, retrace our roots back to last summer and go a little bit more continental uh, and a little bit further afield. We'll uh, talk about Scotland and their visit to the Aztecs uh, in the early hours <laughs> of the morning. Interested to see if anyone watched that. We'll also preview the World Cup a little bit. We'll just talk about you know who we're supporting this year because there's a lot of the fan. F- Flavour? Fan flavour? Right. Fan fever! There <laughs> you go. About it. So we'll cover that. And of course get to our eagerly anticipated La Liga and League and reviews. <laughs> uh, we're starting to review some of the European football, which of course I have watched lots of <laughs> this season, so we'll get to that. Very fortunately, joining me tonight is uh, our very own game ballet. Uh, I don't know how to put a Spanish twist on it. But it is Darren Gibson. Oh, Paul. How you doing? Good. We've missed your La Liga. Uh, yeah, chat. I, We used to get a, a weekly, weekly rundown. Yeah. Uh, so you're the perfect man <laughs> to give all the insights. Has it been a good season in La Liga? Uh, I've enjoyed it, yeah. Good. It's been good. That'll do. That's a good Loads trail. Loads of points. <laughs> <laughs> Stay listening later on. And, of course, me, Scotland's ropiest footballing announcer, Paul Menzies. Also, Chase tuned because we've got our uh, little World Cup quiz as uh, who's rushing to the World Cup. <laughs> See what I did there. And listen as well again for who will be supporting and who we think might go on and uh, win the tournament. So let's crack straight on, shall we, Darren? Yeah. Good. So. First of all, uh, Scotland's only involvement in the World Cup was mm-hmm. a polite send-off uh, to some South American teams who'll be going <laughs> to the <laughs> tournament, or Central American, depending on where you put it. Uh, we played Peru this week on BBC at uh, 1, 2 in the morning. Uh, I think so, yeah. It was uh, 2 o'clock in the morning. Did you see that? Uh, I didn't, no. No, neither no. did I. I'm not surprised. <laughs> and then we played Mexico at the Estadio Azteca. Remarkable stadium at one point could hold 120,000 people. Is that right? I never knew that, actually. So you could cram Celtic Park and Ibrox together. (laughs) um, And then you you get that stadium. (laughs) Still wouldn't have that stadium quite, which is quite remarkable. But again, on at one in the morning. Did you see it, Darren? Uh, No. No, No, it wasn't wasn't one for the... the, Well, there were fans there. Uh Uh, But not one for us at home to watch. Uh The Tartan Army always turn up, don't they? Yeah. I was fairly happy. I mean, I I thought it was actually quite good because the it was on Sunday morning ah, right, on yeah. the BBC, so you could wake up to a nice fry up, you uh-huh, know. And yeah. the Scotland game was on. I mean, True, yeah. Was it worth it? I watched up until fourteen minutes because I knew what if, when they if I hadn't been working the following day, I might have stayed up and watched a bit of it. But Aye. sadly, I couldn't do that. Uh, very experimental side. Uh, I was fairly happy with a one 0 defeat to Mexico. Yeah, I thought they started quite well. It looked apparently later on in the match didn't quite pan out. Yeah, I've seen the stats and things. It looked like yeah, Scotland didn't really do much in the game, but <laughs> at the same time, Mexico had loads of shots, but they never only scored the one goal, didn't exactly. they? So we I think them. they are struggling to score goals. I think they've had a few games now. That's what they've been saying. But I just don't understand, you know, this Hernandez is just constantly on the bench. No matter yeah, where he goes. I, I know. Brilliant strike. Fantastic <laughs> header of the ball. Can he get a game? I'm a big fan of him. Like, Better really than good. flipping, was it Herrera? That was a... Rangers never got a game. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so I goal coming from obviously former uh, Barcelona star mm-hmm. Giovanni yeah. de Santos. Giovanni. It was a horrendous goal defensively. I've not actually seen that. Was oh, it that it was, bad? Though? It was 
Um, where's Giovanni now? Is he out in America? Uh, America, I'm sure it's... Uh, yeah, I think he was, it is. He was the yeah. first one to be touted as the next Ronaldo. Because his brother joined him. Jonathan DeSantos joined him too. But yeah. Johnny DeSantos. <laughs> uh, so he got the goal. A few familiar names. Uh, Lyon, who I think plays with Seville. I remember him as a oh, Porto yeah, player. Oh right. uh-huh, yeah, that's uh, right. I can't remember anyone else. <laughs> can't remember anyone else. But, uh, I'm not sure if Marquez still plays for them or not. He does. Does he? Yeah. Age of 39. Oh dear. That's some loyal. Scratch that quiz question <laughs> for later. Uh, again, he had the peak of his success at Barcelona. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe he's still playing. I know. There's a lot of parallels though being drawn about, you know, Scott McKenna. Ah, who, yeah, yeah. Who captained the side for the first time. It was pointed out his first game of the season was in the uh, Challenge Cup for the Aberdeen Colt team. Ah, right, yeah. they had Colt team. <laughs> and he finishes the season in front of 70,000 people at the Azteca and the Scotland captain. Yeah. Uh, so that's quite the meteoric. It's a bit of a different, yeah. <laughs> well, do you know what? See, for a lot of them, I was like, you know, even Ryan Christie, Graham Shinney, uh-huh, yeah. uh, the, the fullback for Kermalnock, Stephen O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. 70,000 people great, in Mexico. Yeah, it's a great opportunity for them to play in Huge. And uh, do you know what? The, the tour to me has looked like a bit of fun. Yeah, uh-huh. I think they've pointed out that McLeish has lost three out of four. <laughs> I don't care. It they, did, like... they did slag off this pictures like before they actually came out. Eh? Like they were saying, "Oh, what's the point of going all that yeah. way?" But at the end of the day, it's it's still good to see that we're getting to play these teams. And, and now a Peruvian has met Dylan McGeoch. <laughs> they can die happy at that point. Quite frankly, sorted. Um, so I exciting. Um, but I guess that leads them. I think it was Mexico's send off. Yeah, yeah, to the World well, Cup. Like in most Russia. of the teams, same with Peru, I suppose. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so it starts next Thursday. Russia will face Saudi Arabia. Um, and I thought, you know, we'd we'd just kind of trail because we'll preview a bit more next week. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, what what kind of memorable moments? Do you have any memorable moments of the uh, World Cup? Or? Yeah, I've got a few. Like I remember being on holiday and uh, Zinedine sounds Zidane. Like, sounds good holiday. Thing. <laughs> Uh, Zinedine Zidane doing his headbutt I remember that Matarazzi uh, that was a memorable moment memorable. for me uh, and uh, also Andre's Iniesta's goal uh, when Spain won the World Cup was that against Holland? Uh, against Holland yeah um, so someone kicked someone in that final it was yeah it was a few, I can't remember who it was but it was the moment that I thought was great because I remember actually watching it back on TV and I think it was uh, Guillaume Balaguer actually talking about him uh, he had been saying that it's quite funny the moment that he goes to strike the ball uh-huh. the stadium just goes absolutely silent um, and it was the place was bouncing and then everyone just goes silent and you hear him kicking the ball and then boom there uh, we go who knew so many the, win, the winning later, goal yep um, I think this is his last World Cup though isn't it uh, yeah I think that's well you'd expect so this, he's, 30, <laughs> he's 30, 34 this Playing year I think Japan, so yeah. um, I think from the South African tournament I don't remember much from South Africa no not really it wasn't no. a classic tournament uh, I wouldn't say so, no. From what I remember, but I do remember, I've got his name written down, <laughs> Safiwe Shabalala. Oh, for goodness sake. Sha- <laughs> I'm glad you're saying Shabalala <laughs> uh-huh. getting the first goal for South Africa against Mexico. Yeah. Uh-huh. Weirdly uh-huh. enough. And ITV at the time had it rigged up with some like school kids in an African hat who were oh, just. Oh, I remember visit. watching, yeah. So I'm sobbing in tears. Going, <laughs> oh, the success, the pride. Um, I think another cool moment was I think this was a Euro tournament to be honest but when I was at university going to watch it in the pub alright yeah, yeah a lot of great summers had in the pub watching <laughs> that yeah, type of oh, football definitely it's always good watching the World Cup oh definitely uh, although I saw actually one pub had to cut down the Saudi Arabia flag 
All right. Because alcohol's not really a thing in their culture and they've got it inside a pub. Goodness. (laughs) PC culture as it is these days. Yeah. But it was two French guys just belting the French national anthem like da da da. (laughs) It's just. I mean, you'll see it a lot of the times when they come over for their rugby and stuff. Yeah. But it uh was cool to be involved, you know, with other people. And again, it'll be the same sort of thing on holiday. Yeah, definitely. Well, I was going to say that. Like, when I've been on, like, the cruise, actually, for the 2014 World Cup, I was on the cruise. Yeah, and it was was quite surreal, actually, because you had, like, Brazilians on there. You had Colombians. You had... uh, Calm calm down there, Darren. Let's keep that. (laughs) There's my notepad. (laughs) Uh, and uh, like there was Americans there too. It was it was quite surreal. The American fans were funny. I, I remember watching their game against Belgium, and uh, it was actually a night at the ice rink because there was something else on. And, uh, <laughs> something else on was in the screen where they usually have the projector, right. so they made a wee projector in the ice rink, uh, and. Uh, it was just hilarious and you had the USA fans going USA USA and it was it was brilliant great atmosphere you'll eh? be getting the pucks in the hockey yeah hockey sticks, <laughs> that was hockey after game. the game <laughs> uh, did that have been the year they did like really well because like I remember Tim uh, Howard was like an international they'd, they'd hero they pretty well yeah I, I remember Lukaku scoring in that game but uh. and I remember they changed the Wikipedia entry, entry for the Secretary of Defence oh, right, to yeah. be Tim Howard <laughs> he was playing that well as a goalie yeah he was good um, so no there's lots of good memories there but I think the last one in Brazil wasn't mm. a particularly memorable tournament no I wouldn't say so I would say uh, Germany flashing Brazil that would <laughs> be a standout moment I yeah. suppose um, but yeah in terms of the tournament I wouldn't say it was it was amazing either really but so do we think I still enjoyed it though I've probably linked in with what I just said there yeah. because it was on the cruise I enjoyed it a wee bit more in terms cruise of cruise down for goodness sake get but in terms a boat. of <laughs> in terms of like everybody that was there it did bring the atmosphere and the sort of cultures of the different people it was really good bring the noise that's <laughs> what you need yeah. Um, but yeah you're right actually it wasn't the most memorable I, I think for me the, the sort of Euros were quite dull yeah. And a lot of very close fixtures that were quite tense. True. Yeah. Um, and I think football's kind of been going more that way in these international tournaments. So I'll see, it'll be interesting to see if Russia's the same. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. Because there's always some big surprises. There uh, is, yeah. Things like that. So I'm, I'm hoping for a better tournament. I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, hopefully the time differences aren't too bad. It obviously depends. You could be playing now next to Japan and then next yeah. to flipping. That's true. Uh, Europe, which is bizarre. Hopefully there's no trouble. Well, <laughs> I, I, I'm sure I watched... There was a documentary in the BBC about the Russian Ultras last year. Ah, yeah. And yeah. these guys would just fight for the sake of fighting. I've never it seen was, it, but I heard about it, and it was just crazy, wasn't it? I just got into the bleakest of fields and started kicking lumps out of each other. Mm. It was nothing to do with the football at that point. Yeah, aha. Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, hopefully the trouble is not so bad. Yeah, or uh, contained at least. Well, yeah. we saw what happened with England and, and Russia last time. Mm-hmm. And even, I think, some Ukrainians at uh, the Champions League final. Uh, so hopefully not. I mean, that's really not... That's not part of football. No, exactly, yeah. That, that's that's my biggest concern anyway. I don't want that taking anything away from the tournament, really. Well, we didn't qualify, Dan, so it's not our, <laughs> uh, it's not our major worry. Uh, that's for sure. But uh, So who are you supporting? Uh, who am I supporting? Uh, I would say I'm supporting Brazil. Really? But, yeah. But I expected I you to say Spain. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I want Spain to do well too, but I'd, for some reason, I'd like to see Brazil so, win it. But at the, same t- at the same time, I would like to see Argentina win it, just for like... But 
coming off a stellar season, which two. we'll discuss later. Yeah, it's a bit of the two, but no, no I've, I've supported Spain the last couple of World Cups, and I fancy going for somebody different. For Quite right. Um, so yeah, I went for Brazil. What about yourself? Uh, I mean, I was I was always been a champion of France. Ah, right. Yeah. Um, foolishly, because <laughs> they are very much the Hibernian of these international tournaments. You will always French it. Yeah, as I would like to think <laughs> they get close, but not they do. not quite. They fluffed it at the Euros when they were by far and away the strongest team there. Yeah, they were, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, they haven't really been at the races since the 2006 tournament when they got to the final. And Zidane, that's crazy <laughs> to think we've now seen him come through a generation of management. I know, um, but you know, somewhere I go on holiday a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think that's got <laughs> a really strong squad. I'm a big fan of the French league, big supporter of Paris Saint Germain, and you know, with the likes of you know Griezmann. Pogba, Mbappe, yeah. it's an incredibly strong side. A uh, lot of question marks around the coach. Do I think they can do it? Nah. I'm no, there is a feeling that I hope they do because at yeah. my work it is our team that we're getting behind. So it's we've done a, like a a draw for who each department got their yeah. own sort of uh, team, and we got fans. So yeah, uh, so fingers crossed. They did. I know. I've never actually bought their kit, despite the fact I like it so much. The only one I bought was heavily discounted at the Nike factory store. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where I get most of my football kits, because uh, I'm massive. <laughs> their new kit's quite smart, actually. It's quite smart. The white one's smart, actually. I've seen them wearing that the other day. It's been a nightmare to get a hold of. Yeah. Uh, I've been, have you bought any World Cup kits yourself? Not yet, no. I feel like getting another. I, I don't action. know who to get because I, I like Spain, but then I want Brazil to win, but then I want Argentina to. Oh, to so the, <laughs> it's who to get. <laughs> I've seen the pictures of the Brazil with the Neymar. Yeah, on the uh-huh, back, yeah. And they are really smart, good. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I quite want, because uh, my small team brings me on to, uh, is Japan. Japan, Japan, yeah. again. You, you like Japan, yeah? Like you, Japan. Want, you want to visit Japan? Well, <laughs> interesting too. We have a friend of a friend. Who's an air stewardess? Ah, yes. So yeah. pictures from Tokyo and stuff. And I'm just obsessed. <laughs> Jealous. Let's go there. Mainly for an orange PlayStation Vita. Ah, right. So for okay. any of you that know what that is, do write in. <laughs> so no, I love I love the culture over there, and I was really taken by them when they played in the Confederations Cup. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, in Brazil, they had a fantastic match against Italy, mm-hmm. where they ran them really close. Years ago now, I remember before ah. I went off to university and things like that. But I just think there's there's such honour in their culture and yeah. in their play. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't dive, and you know some really cult hero sort of players. Uh, Yuto Nagatomo, oh yeah, uh-huh. uh, from Inter Milan, big Inter fan, Milan. nice mm-hmm. pacey. Uh, Kaizuke Honda, Honda, yeah, there's free kick specialist, a name that I've heard from Blast for the Past a wee bit actually. Aye, he was at he's AC, at AC Milan. Milan for a while, wasn't he? I yeah. think he's in Germany now with Frankfurt. I'm not entirely sure. Is he? Sure. Oh, right, okay. Um, and of course, people like Shinji Kawa, Kagawa, yeah. and Okazaki. Okazaki, yeah. So I'm quite. In- well, of course, our famous Shunisuke Nakamura. Oh, yes, I. Also, yeah. the name of a wrestler, not to be confused uh, <laughs> with. But I was looking at their kit, and the kind of blue, blue home one's quite smart. It's cool, yeah. I noticed that, actually. Can't yeah. get a hold of it. It seems to be one of the rarer. The right? only place I could is find it. Is it made by it, Adidas? Or is it Adidas one, yeah. yeah. The only place I could find it in Medium was on the Adidas website for £70. Now, for the £70, you did get free shirt printing. Ah, right. Which okay. I thought was meh. Mm. It was an alright deal. But, like. That's the problem there. They're expensive these days, aren't they? Pound. That's yeah. the price of two football kits, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. So I'll maybe, I'll maybe hod off mm. um, on that one. Although. I was desperate for the Nigeria kit. Oh yes, I <laughs> like many this? people. Yeah. Oh man. I heard it was like queues galore or something like that. It was and it was sold out after like two minutes or five minutes. Before it even went on sale, three million. 
Is that right? to get a hold of this kit. That's unbelievable. Um, and it was so smart. It's going back to that kind of retro. Oh, line, it's, it's very nice. Like I'm not a big fan of green, but that is a nice. That's a nice top. It's the it's the fashionistas <laughs> World Cup kit, very much so. Uh, so disappointing. Uh, they had tracky bottoms. It was about the only thing they had on some <laughs> of the websites. I'm like, well, and even they went. Yeah. As well. Um, but I saw when they played their friendly against England. Oh yeah. Very yeah. large Nigerian contingent in the crowd, and you know, I'm guessing a lot of them must come over here and like work and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. All wearing the kits, and I'm like, where? Where did you get them? <laughs> That's um, who bought them all. <laughs> apparently queued outside the Nike store and everything. So, oh, I wish I wish teams would do that a bit more. And we're moving more towards retro kits. Yeah, I saw the new Hibs one's got a bit of a retro vibe to it. Right, yeah. Um, would be good. Is there any minnows that you're rooting uh, for? Minnows, uh, I suppose Croatia. I quite like Croatia, actually. Yeah. Um, like, got Rakitic there. I've always been a big fan of Luka Modric. Um, so, uh, and uh, I, I quite like their team. I've always, even at the Euros, I quite liked them. I was hoping they were going to get a wee bit further. Uh, in the last one, uh, I think it was Portugal that put them mm. out. Um, but yeah, so I've always quite liked Croatia. I, I don't know. I'm sure they were once in England's group, and that was why I started supporting them even more. Well, because uh, they nearly put them out, or they did put them out. Yeah. Um, but I can remember always, like every so often, coming across and actually buying a Croatia top or yeah. whatever. So um, quite smart with the. the checkers. I, I've always yeah, I've always quite liked their kit. So. Um, so yeah, I, I'd say Croatia's my sort of minnow team, and I'd like to see them do pretty well. To be honest, yeah, they've always been a really good footballing side. Yeah, haha. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they can be sometimes an underdog, eh? So hopefully they'll do pretty well. We, I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I'm not expecting them to come like last no, four or whatever. No. But they're, they're a team that I always follow, and I hope hope they do well. It's good to champion these sort of sides. Yeah. Uh, I think you know, as I say, Japan every chance. Their group is Senegal. Colombia and Poland. All right. Okay. So uh, you can pick any of those four, <laughs> yeah. really. So, but then that's your best chance uh, to make something of it. So uh, we'll wait and see. That'll be a competitive group. That I it shall. Expect, anyway. It shall. Um, so no, looking forward to. It. Yeah, we'll I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Camped out in the pub for the next <laughs> two <laughs> to three weeks, enjoying the footy. Anyway, now to the exciting part. All right. Yeah. Going to start on. Are they rushing to the World Cup? Uh, so cue the quiz music Right, so uh, I was hoping for some Russian-themed World Cup music. All right, yeah. But short of the Tetris theme tune, I came across absolutely nothing <laughs> that was appropriate. So, in All the comments enough. down below, please suggest what you would think would be a good Russian World Cup theme tune. It doesn't necessarily have to be um, Russian, so to speak, but it, it's totally up to you. Now, Darren. Yes. The premise of the game, are they rushing to the World Cup or not? Okay. okay. So, who stays, who goes? Right, okay. If no they pressure. are going to the World Cup, you say yes. If they're not going to the World Cup, you say no. They know. So, this is who's been included in the 23-man squads. All right, okay, yeah. Uh-huh. So, we'll start off with an easy one, shall we say. Alvaro Marata of Spain and Chelsea. Going or mm. not going? Uh, I think that's a no. You are correct. Yeah. Not going. <laughs> Do you know who's going instead? Uh, off the top of my head, uh, midfield, so 
Iniesta will be striker wise. Oh, so a striker more. Um, Aspas by Edge. Diego Costa. Diego Costa. I was like, what? You've picked Diego Costa. <laughs> Fair play. Uh, Olivier Giroud of France. Uh, he's going, hasn't he? Correct. Sure. Of Chelsea as well. Is going, unlike his pal Morata. <laughs> Awkward moments there. Hector Bellerin of Arsenal. Spain. Is he going or not? Uh, I'm sure the young lad at Real Sociedad got picked, so I think that's a no. You're correct. Yeah. Three out of three here, down doing well. <laughs> I'm doing better than what, what, what I expected. We're going to have to throw a, a complicated one in here. <laughs> Ikai Gundawan of Man City in Germany. Going or not going? Oh, that's a tricky one because he's, he has been injured, so I'm going to say is going. Correct. Is he? Wow. He is going. Staying along the same lines of Man City. Leroy Sani, going or not going? Now, I did hear that headline, Darn. so... <laughs> it came out so today. So he's not going, yeah. <laughs> Darn, Leroy Sani. That's, a, that's a shock, especially because he's young too. I thought he'd have been there, but... Absolutely crazy. Might regret that one, Germany, I think. I think so. He's He's got the most assists out of anybody, I think, in the top leagues, as far as Germany are concerned. That's what I was thinking, yeah. So they've got a really Strange weird one. team. They've still picked people like Mario Gomez and... Yeah, haha. Uh-huh. It's, it's a bit an older team, isn't yeah, it? A bit of a retro vibe. Yeah. yeah so we'll see how that goes there. Uh, Jamie McLaren of Hibernian Industry. Um, going uh, or not? Yeah, I'm going. sure he's going, isn't he? He is going. Yeah. He was added at the last minute. Right. And That's I'll, good for him. It's very good. Very good for him. Yeah. Uh, him and Tom Rogic of Scotland fame. We, True, yeah. We established roughly how many. <laughs> I think there was more than that, but still. <laughs> yeah, we, kept, we kept adding as the podcast went on last uh, week. Uh, Listen, if you haven't heard. <laughs> and last of all, Sonia Luko of um, Nigeria and Luko. Cardiff City, I think. Right. Uh, struggling with this one. I'm going to go for no. You're correct. Oh, yes. The bro. legend that is Sonia Luko is not going. But if he was, I would have paid £1.5 million for a Nigeria <laughs> top with, with a Luko, a Luko on. on the back. So you get uh, full marks there, Darren. Yes. I think that's our first time. That that quiz was clearly not challenging enough. So well done there. Thank Um, you. And as I say, we will be trying some sort of World Cup themed quiz every week. So write in with your theme tune suggestions, please. I'm desperately needing one. (laughs) Uh, And that would help a lot. Anyway, that leads us on to our yearly anticipated season reviews. So we will start with La Liga in the Spanish League. Mm Mm-hmm. Opening arguments on you go, Darren. Right, so uh, La Liga season review. So I've picked out a couple of things. Um, so talking first, points. Yeah, a couple of talking points. So first of all would be obviously Barca winning the league uh, oh, and oh. <laughs> and uh, Copa del Rey, so uh, the go double on. in the league. Uh, but also the points difference, that was, that was a big talking point mm. because... Barcelona won the league by 14 points mm-hmm. ahead of Atletico Madrid. Quite a lot Madrid, in that tally. Which is it? a lot, yeah, definitely. They've done really well this season, Barca. Um, but also uh, ended up being 17, po- 17 points behind uh, Barcelona, Real Madrid. Um, so that's definitely been a shock, especially with the form that they've had in Europe. Mm. Real Madrid, you'd expected mm-hmm. more in the league, but... They've just not not been at the races really this season, Real Madrid, uh, right. in the league. I think, you know, from what we've seen, they kind of fell behind early. Yeah. And when you fall behind... Never quite recovered. Yeah. When you fall behind a team like Barcelona, mm. uh, it's interesting that Atletico would finish above them. Yeah, um, definitely. I don't think there's been a huge they surprise. Put, you know, no, especially in recent seasons, Atletico Madrid have done really well. Mm. Um, and they had a bad start to the season, Atletico 
especially with getting kicked out of the Champions League too. Yes. Uh, but what type? <laughs> what type? Okay for them winning <laughs> the Europa poor League. Them, I know. Um, Isn't but, it bizarre that the Champions League and the Europa League trophy are essentially like? What, 10 miles apart yeah <laughs> um, you know what it must be to be a football fan in madrid yeah definitely yeah um they're in a stadium as well this year uh yes that's right um metropolitan yeah, yeah. i heard uh some stadium i heard comments from simeone basically saying that we would have won the league if we had messi uh-huh, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and i think he was so instrumental i've been criticizing him all season because i haven't really seen much yeah you look at his stats and stuff, he's just done another level. He's been absolutely brilliant. 34 goals in Europe. It's just 34. amazing. 34 goals, yeah. Unbelievable. I, I think he was two goals ahead of Mo Salah. <laughs> two? Yeah. His fellow kind of Ballon d'Or uh, competitor. Yeah. I say uh-huh. Ballon d'Or as if it's some ice cream <laughs> manufacturer, is what it sounds like. Uh, but yeah, it'll be interesting. You can never rule out Ronaldo, I suppose, when it comes to Ballon d'Or too. But Making noises about wanting his way out of Real yeah, Madrid. Ah, yeah, definitely. It'll be interesting. They were saying the, that the president was trying to use Zidane as a sort of person that would get they two out of the club, mm. they two being Bale and uh, Ronaldo. Um, but I'm not sure that was totally true, but uh, Zidane's had enough and he's walked away. Um, <laughs> that was I, shocking. He's done, he's, done, he's done a brilliant job there. Um, but I was, I was, was really shocked fan. when I heard the news. Yeah, president was always a really big fan. Yeah, um, it, it it took us all aback, but you know when you've been that successful, eh? Very true. Aye. He's he's done. He's won the Champions League three times a trot. Obviously, he's won the La Liga. He's he's done a brilliant job mm. uh, there. Uh, I did. I was a bit surprised when I heard that he's going to Qatar. I think it was really? for fif- fifty million a year. Oh, <laughs> it's all lies. <laughs> he's just out there on holiday, on a nice wee beach somewhere. Yeah. Um, What's the top up that time? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, even if it were, you know, you could pay the Aberdeen manager fifty million a year. It doesn't make them any better. Yeah. So true. you know, mind you, <laughs> one thing I didn't consider was the World Cup with them uh, coming up as the. Well, no, that's what I was thinking. They do need the, the reason why. Yeah. Uh, oh. Put it together. So I don't know how we'd manage that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just you know, get Messi and his wife to have their kids <laughs> in Qatar. It'll be a bit of difference going from having Ronaldo and Bale in your team to whoever they have. Well, if you could get a wee junior, if you could get, you know, Ronaldo's son yeah. exactly with a Qatari passport, <laughs> could have a wee junior side ready for that World Cup. Uh, but it kind of, right. him leaving almost opens the door for Ronaldo and Bale to stay, doesn't it? Yeah, I would say so. I'd, I'd say that one of them might leave in the summer, uh, but Bale is... Bale is saying that he's interested to wait and see who the new manager is, which kind kind of signals to me that he's wanting to stay now. Uh, but at the same time, Ronaldo's hinting that he's wanting to leave, but then every year he does this. So we'll probably find when it comes to the end of the summer, we'll still have Ronaldo and Bale at the club. But well, It is ridiculous in that, I was going to mention this later on, but you know Neymar's been making sounds about yeah. leaving PSG and Real. their yeah. new manager, Thomas Tuchel, uh-huh. yeah. uh, has just come and had a word with him and Neymar was impressed. Mm. And the fact now that you've got to impress your players is ridiculous. I know, it's crazy, aye. I know. Uh, the control they have how, is How, how the tables have turned. It is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, but a lot of money, you know, in terms of signings, has been splashed about. Yeah, definitely. La Liga this year, hasn't it? Um, so. so, like, for example, Barcelona in January, they signed uh, Philip Coutinho and uh, Dembele. Uh, I forgot about three... Coutinho since he left the Premier League. Yeah, um, but he's, he's done really well, considering he's only been there for the six months. Yeah. Uh, I've been quite impressed by him. I wouldn't say that he's done 
done everything that we expected him to have in mm. terms of a massive impact but I think he's done a better job than Dembele I feel Dembele's struggled a wee bit more to adapt to the Barcelona way of playing um, but 300 uh, million euros I'm sure it was what? it cost Barca for the two in January well the good news is is one of their presidents one of the members of the board alright okay this, one one of my, this will be good <laughs> one of my fun statements um, he was quoted as saying if we bought two players for 270 million euros we would need to resign because it would be absolutely absurd <laughs> two of them cost 300 <laughs> um, so that was a, yeah, a wee quote picked up from sounds the a bit right <laughs> one of them also said I am 200% sure that Neymar won't leave yes uh, that was summer. a classic quote that yes <laughs> so that went down brilliantly <laughs> as well uh, but lots and lots of money spent uh, and it's probably needed at Real as well I think it? yeah I think they'll be spending a lot of money this summer it's it been rumoured with a few players already mm-hmm. like uh, Robert Lewandowski's been rumoured to be leaving right. uh, Bayern Munich so yeah, he, he might be gone. <laughs> he might be going to even maybe taking over from Benzema as you say um, and they have been rumoured with another couple of people like Hazard mm-hmm. uh, I'm not sure if he would look to leave Chelsea or not but mm-hmm. Um, I suppose if uh, Roma Abramovich is going to pull the plug on Chelsea, then that yeah. could could signal Zidane. Le- uh, sorry, Zidane. Uh, Hazard. <laughs> sorry, um, so yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens there in the summer. I think there has to be a sort of a big clear out at Real Madrid mm. because they have got. Well, not a big clear out, but a couple of big name players uh, leaving and maybe a new couple coming in because mm. uh, they are an ageing squad when you look at the squad they've got Chris Allen Ronaldo there he's 34 next year actually uh, 33 at the moment um, you've also got players like Luka Modric 32 um, which these guys are still doing great and Sergio Ramos yeah you can't forget him he's released uh, a single I think for the Spanish World Cup is that right yeah, yeah. I saw the cover art it looked very cringe <laughs> very very cringe I, I don't... thought it would have been Shakira or somebody else well <laughs> I'm sure uh, Sergio Ramos's dance moves are good I've seen his diving ah yes um, yeah. <laughs> so we'll wait and see there but uh, we've also lost some big names Yes, from the league, definitely. a few emotional goodbyes. I would say so. Yeah, I was uh, two two players that I've always uh, enjoyed watching Ooh. watching oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in La Liga. Uh, Andres Iniesta and Fernando Torres uh, both both leaving uh, their clubs. Um, Andres Iniesta going to Japan actually. Where, where is he uh, playing, Darren? Uh, good question, Paul. You gotta tell us. <laughs> you gotta tell us. <laughs> I give you my Japanese facts early, and I'm out. <laughs> Uh, and Fernando Torres leaving the club um, so it'll be interesting to see where Torres goes from my point of view because is he gonna <laughs> I'd love to see that <laughs> um, but is he going to go back to the Premier League with Newcastle is he going to go to America or is he going to do the same sort of thing as Iniesta maybe go to Japan or that wait or? and see Iniesta um, I think playing his last World Cup uh, for Spain I would this say year. so yeah 33 so I'd be surprised if he played another one but he's been absolutely brilliant uh, I would say he's one of the best midfielders in the game especially at the moment mm. um, or in the past um, I, I've loved watching him over the years and um, I think it's it's a big loss for the uh, for Barcelona but also for the league um, but it's it's been great watching him over the years I don't know if obviously you'd have seen him over oh, the yeah. years in terms of Champions League and that but um, emotional scenes what, seeing he's, him out what he's done in football it's uh, remarkable just amazing Yeah, well, it was emotional seeing him out on the pitch until the wee hours in the morning like, yeah that's right you yeah. never uh-huh. see that you no never no definitely not no. Um, it just so shows no. you how much he's loved his time at Barcelona so. well done him 
Yeah, uh, definitely. There were other stories to tell elsewhere in the league, though. Yeah, of course. Uh, we had uh, Valencia. They were the surprise package mm. of the season, I suppose. Fans' favourite. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the fans in Valencia are always funny. Like they, they always expect more. So they came. They came twelfth last season, which was obviously really bad. The fans raging, not happy with that. Uh, and then they've done well this season to come back fourth. Uh, must say, I never expected that. No. Uh, but they've got Champions League football next season, so the first fans, time in a long time. Yeah, definitely. The fans will be happy at that. Um, they've, they've they've done well all season, really. Uh, it's a shame that they fell off um, at times. It really did look at one point that they could have been coming second or mm. third. Uh, towards the well, the start of the season, the middle part of the season, um, but they've done really well. A couple of uh, players um, that obviously you know, Zaza, Zaza, and a player that I've tracked, uh, he's done really well this season, Rodrigo, oh, right. uh, who's been called up to the Spanish national team. Is he actually. a former Barcelona player? Uh, he isn't actually. I'm sure he played for Real Madrid for a while. Oh. Um, Sorry, Barcelona youth, fans, <laughs> in his youth career. And uh, he played for Benfica, I'm sure, Benfica. before he, before they came to Valencia. Yeah, good. Um, but I've I've always I, I actually followed him at times at Benfica, and he's he's a good player. Uh, so it's fan, good to see him actually showing his potential. Big fan of Danny Parejo. Uh, uh, Parejo, yeah, uh-huh. I think it's still captain. There. Yeah, uh-huh. he's got himself a wee FIFA team of the season card. Ah, right, yeah, yeah. So the new managers what really worked wonders there. Yeah, he's done really good job. Mm-hmm. Um, his name's escaped me, but um, he's done done really well there. Um, and I, I'd expect probably bigger things from Valencia. I'll be I'll be interested to see in the summer if they actually bring in big names or yeah. if they're going to try and stick with that team that they've got. Um, because they've done well this season but how would they get on in the Champions League next season that would be the interesting thing difficult um, but I think they've got got their finances back in um, order basically uh, I don't know if you heard but they had to stop building their new stadium, stadium. because they had ran out of money but so it's been it on seems the to be, for 10 years yeah it seems to be that they're getting back uh, on that in terms of building the stadium again and I think uh, the club's in a much better financial place fingers crossed um, so hopefully with them going into the Champions League that will also help them um, so I've always I've always quite liked uh, Valencia to be honest I like uh, them back in the Toyota so days I, I, cool always liked, I've always liked their kits so yeah that's the, main, I'll, that's I'll the main thing yeah so it'll be good to have them uh, back in the Champions League um, so yeah and sorry no, on you go. Uh, and I'll be interested to see how they get on taking over from Seville, really, because Seville slipped back. Ma- yeah, slipped back in the league, um, coming eighth in the league, uh, which eighth? was yeah, sorry, seventh, seventh, uh, but nearly coming eighth. Um, but compared to where they have been in previous seasons, that's a big step back for them, obviously. So who finished fifth? Uh, fifth was Villarreal. Ah, well, that's good uh, for them. The ye- yellow submarine. So is it still uh, Soldado? Uh, no, he's away. He's away he to uh, Fenerbahce, I'm sure. Good for Villarreal. Uh, Villarreal. Uh, I don't know if you would know many of the players really. Um, oh. Sansoni's been playing well for them this season. No idea. Uh, Bakamu. Uh, oh, actually, one person you might know, uh, Carlos Baca. Oh yes, striker. former AC Milan. Yeah, I thought uh, he was in China. He must have come back. I, I'm sure he went there and then he came, <laughs> came back, back to Valens- uh, Villarreal. Sorry. I think um, uh, the one thing about these league positions is they were all fairly set in stone. Yeah, for some time I think the only people 
to move were Real Betis. Real Betis, yeah, definitely. Who over, overhauled um, Seville. Yeah, really really good season for Real Betis. Um, at the start of the season, they were leaking goals like mad. <laughs> yeah. Um, but as the season went on, they started to make a couple of good sign-ins and their defence uh, got into order. Mm. Uh, they signed uh, Bartra from uh, Dortmund. That was a good signing oh, for Mark them. Bartra, hmm. Yeah, Mark Bartra. Uh, he definitely helped in that cause in terms of... Um, stopping the teams from scoring against them at the start of the season what you found with Real Betis was they were winning like 5-2 or 6-4 or whatever ridiculous scorelines uh, yeah crazy scorelines it, it was almost like um, Barcelona from last season really uh, they would score more goals than you they might concede a few goals but uh, they would you should have a word with the Glasgow than... Rangers <laughs> um, but yeah so Really good uh, season for Real Betis, and it'll be interesting to see how they get on in Europa League next season. Yeah, it's the first time um, they've done well in a wee while. Yeah, definitely. Um, Sevilla, the kind of quintessential Europa League team as I, well. I don't, yeah, I, I don't get Sevilla. It's it's weird how they can be. They've actually done okay in the Champions League this season, considering they beat Man United. I never expected that. To no, happen. no. Well, this um, is the first time in I think sixty years. Years, they've right? reached that level in European competition uh-huh. so they'll be very pleased with that yeah definitely um, and with uh, I bet that took its toll with their game yeah with their game against uh, Bayern Munich they actually done okay I thought they'd uh, really struggled against them but they've they done a good uh, they really put up a good uh, reputation for themselves so they've put together a really solid squad well, yeah, they made a couple of signings in January, which never really worked. Uh, they signed Sandro Ramirez from Everton, and then uh, a player that I liked I last. Know who that is? <laughs> uh, a player that I liked last season at Las Palmas, uh, Mesa, who signed for Swansea, but then he went out and loaned to Seville in the second half of the season. Right. Um, but they two never really had much an impact, even though they had done really well the season before in La Liga. Mm-hmm. Um, with Sandro scoring a lot of goals for Uta Malaga uh, <laughs> who went down not enough <laughs> who went down yes um, but yeah it's, I really don't get Seville I, I hope that I, I do like them as a club so it'll be interesting to see if they can bounce back next season or if they're going to go the wrong direction um, but they were actually quite lucky to come 7th uh, and get that European place because at times it did look like that uh, Hitafe or even Abar or Girona the team that I yeah, like this Girona. season, Girona. Um, it looked like they could have been getting seventh place. So for teams like Abar and Girona, that had to be massive, considering it was Girona's first season in the top flight. And Abar, I've kind of got a soft spot for Abar's a Scot- Scottish supporters club. Um, so uh, <laughs> it's always quite good to have that connection. Uh, but yeah, they're very lucky in the end, actually, to get seventh spot. But... Uh, fair play they did get it um, so it'll be interesting to see how their summer goes uh, I could see a few players leaving there um, they always get them in though but they always yeah they've got a good good reputation for that I like the, so. like the signings of like Ben Yedder who was a good player for a sort of middling French yeah, club so uh-huh. I think they can really attract those players to give them a platform and he left and he came back so yeah well yeah it gives them a platform for the Real Madrid and the Barcelona jobs mm-hmm. essentially as we've seen with someone like Griezmann mm-hmm all but certain to go to Barcelona <laughs> yeah despite we'll the fact to wait and see, yeah. not been handling it too well and could be in line <laughs> for another transfer van so well done them yeah 
Uh, further down the league, I think my Atletico Bilbao, not such a Bilbao, good season. Bilbao, yeah, not as good a season for them. 12, 13, 14, 15. 16th, ended up, yeah. 16. Brutal. <laughs> That's what happens when Valverde leaves and people like, uh, you know, the the, the striker, Adurith, hasn't. Yeah. It's kind of in his fading light. That, yeah, he's, he's getting towards the tail end of his uh, career now. And uh, don't get me wrong, he still pops up with the goals. But when you're asking, I'm sure he's 37 now, yeah. when you're asking him in the top flight, of Spain to um, be your top goal scorer that's that's where the issues start to come in I'll be uh, interested to see if they hold on to the likes of is it, uh, Jethro Williams uh, or Anaki uh, Williams Anaki Williams yeah uh-huh. uh, I think that could be someone on their, their way out after such a way. poor season yeah um, looking further down though further down yeah um, we had three teams went down so we had Deportivo La Coruña former European champions yes uh, a bit of a shock Is it, they're a bit yo-yo in at the moment they go up and down through mm. the leagues um, so they had been in uh, the Segunda the second division in Spain mm. and then they came back up so they had been in the league for a couple of seasons there but went back down again and as you say they are a big team uh, Deportivo so it is a bit of a surprise to see them going down mm-hmm. uh, Serdov can uh, save them in mm. charge of the yeah, I saw that aye uh, it's an unusual management for position for him to take yeah definitely I was very risky that. they're not sure if he's going to stay on or not yeah. uh, so that'll be an interesting one and then I was a bit disappointed to see Las Palmas going down uh, I've always especially the last season I really liked uh, what they were doing there Las Palmas but it seems to have been a bit like Malaga the club's been ran in the wrong way, so they've they've made like the big big name signings, yeah. but haven't really paid off. Uh, and I think losing the uh, boating to I think it was Frankfurt, uh, that was a bit of a blow for them because mm. he he had a tremendous season for them last mm-hmm. season. Um, and then they did lose a couple of their big players. Um, they had a player called uh, Jonathan that played in midfield. He was really good. The Brazilian. Uh, Vieira, Jonathan Vieira. What's that? He just sounds so English. Uh, no, I, I can't. Like, names I like think friend. he comes from Spain. Ah, I think like he comes from Spain. Exotic. Um, but yeah, they were a great team to watch last, uh, not this season, but last season, uh, last Palmas. Um, so I'm a bit ashamed uh, to see them go down um, but to be honest they deserve to go down because they have been really bad this <laughs> everyone season everyone who is in those positions <laughs> does uh, and ooh ah Malaga <laughs> uh, won't be doing that next season Malaga uh, <laughs> uh, we'll be have, we'll talking about the Segunda division at time. <laughs> uh, but they've had a really bad season coming bottom of the league with only 20 points um, so really poor season for Malaga but uh, and financial disorder. Financial, yeah. The, the, they have been struggling this season in terms of finance. And uh, from my point of view, it's a shame to see a club that were such high, they were, they were really at the top of their game in terms of being in the Champions League. Uh, I think it was uh, Pellegrini that was there, actually, um, at the time. Yes, um, yeah, I'm right. And I, I remember them playing Dortmund. Uh, that really well. I'm sure they got... I'm sure it was last, last, uh, last uh, it was last sixteen or last eight. I think last it was. 16, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that was the season maybe that Dortmund got to the final, wasn't it? Maybe. Yeah, probably yeah. against Bayern Munich. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's a shame to see how the clubs went through one uh, level uh, to another. Really, uh, it's the way football see, goes. Yeah, wait and see if any of these clubs can bounce back in the first season. Um, well, the Segunda division is actually going to be quite. Uh, strong yeah next I'd say season. so yeah uh-huh. lots of big big teams so uh, if you're really deep cut into your football keep an <laughs> eye yeah, but no very exciting I think for next season's league I would hope for actually something to play for 
yeah, on definitely. the final day, uh-huh. uh, and a bit more kind of close and competitive because it's yeah. not really been there this season. It's well, uh, yeah, I've, I've enjoyed it in terms of the, uh, in terms of at the top of the league, maybe not as competitive as what it usually is, mm-hmm. um, but in terms of the middle of the league, it's been really competitive. Uh, probably a wee bit more like uh, the Italian league and even the French league this season, mm. which we're just about to get onto. Um, but it's as you say, Barcelona have ran away with it, but you can't take anyone away from Barcelona. They have been you outstanding this season. They sign Griezmann, they get nothing. But yes, I've really enjoyed it this season. I think it's uh, it's been a bit of a shock to see how Real Madrid never performed as well as what we expected Barcelona doing really well Atletico Madrid being their usual selves um, and the surprises with Real Betis as you said Paul. yeah um, but overall re- really good I've enjoyed the season um, and it'll be interesting to see the transfers in the summer any big money transfers as always uh, so yeah yeah good Thank you for that, Dan. No bother. Uh, we'll be sure to do a league preview at some point as well. Yeah. Uh, I'll quickly rush through League One, as I say. I've maybe <laughs> watched a total of seventy minutes of live football from this division. <laughs> I've watched a few games this season. Oh, I just do not have the time for all this European football. I remember the Leon Leon Marseille game being really good. Well, actually, we'll, the pie we'll come on to that. You've seen Leon yeah. in the flesh. Aha, uh-huh, yeah, that's uh, right. Actually. This season against Everton, so uh, for the first time in France, League One. In the competition's history, this year's Ligue 1 Championship was contested by 19 teams, with Paris Saint-Germain already declared winners at the start of the season. Seems <laughs> 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 to be the fair thing there. Uh, PSG maintains first ever since, I think, the third game of the season. Yeah. Uh, I never really I would have been looked surprised. back Yeah, I would have been surprised yeah. if it wasn't PSG. I think the, the strength of PSG is clear to see. Especially after the signing of Neymar. Yes, who was the player of the season despite the fact he got injured kind of February time. I think yeah. they really missed him for the likes of the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the question I would pose is, is it fair? Because the French leagues have traditionally been quite frugal. You know, clubs live very much within their means. Uh-huh, and if yeah. you look behind Paris Saint-Germain, the league's been very, very competitive. It has been, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think if you look at the French league, it's probably provided the largest variety of winners out of all the European leagues. You know, before yeah. the money of Paris came in, I know Leon had a dominance for a period of time, but it really could have been could have been anybody. I mean, we've mm. had Montpellier, we've had Monaco, you know, lots of different winners. So mm. uh, it's it's a bit of a shame that PSG kind of steamroller it yeah. um, uh-huh. in the way they do. Um, but no, as I say, strong. I think they'll be a bit miffed. They won every trophy going in France. Not good enough Champions League performance. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's where they were really looked to, and I think that's why Emery maybe wasn't considered for the job next year. I know, yeah. I'd, I always thought it was a big job for Emery, really. I was quite surprised when he first got appointed mm. that job. Uh, I think it was Seville he went from, wasn't it? Well, so, it was. Um, well, I suppose he'd done well at Seville, considering they got the Europa League. Well, exactly, that's why he was hired, for his yeah. sort of European prowess. Uh, and he's he's got an alright job himself. Yeah, I suppose <laughs> so. Yeah. At the back end of this, so can't really complain there. I think you know going forward into next season, they would like to see Neymar fitter for a period of time if he stays. Uh, I, th- I think <laughs> I think he will. I think he will. I'd be grief. surprised. You cannot spend over a hundred million euros on somebody for them to stay for. A I year. wouldn't have thought so. No, it's just, it's just frankly no one. They shouldn't <laughs> be making these noises. It's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, so I thought I'd cover kind of the main stories yes. in the French League this year. We'll pass by. I think we're running out of time slightly. So the French Cup, 
Uh, you may not have heard. It was Paris Saint-Germain against third-tier Les Herbiers. Uh, I heard about that, yeah. Who actually installed an Eiffel Tower in the corner oh, of the ground yeah. <laughs> to celebrate the cup final. And actually valiantly defeated only 2-0. Uh, Paris Saint Germain. Well yeah. If the if you got half a point for hitting the post, would have won nine nil. Uh, but it was a full squad. I thought Lazerbi held themselves up really well. Uh, didn't play any Premier opposition on the way to the final. I think Long. I, I was wondering how they got there, but yeah, it was a relatively simple route. But they did play Long, who are a very big league uh-huh. do yeah. team who are, used to be a formerly league and glory. But sadly, three days later. They were relegated into the fourth tier. I hadn't heard that. That's a shocker. Um, <laughs> I know results around them, uh, such as the cruel game of football. Mm-hmm. But it put me in mind of like I was trying to think of similar things we've had. And I remember Gretna, Gretna getting yeah. to the cup final. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Queen of the South in the cup final. Uh, was it Bradford City got to the league cup final? Bradford, yeah, I'm sure they did. Yeah, uh, against Swansea. Mm-hmm. So it does happen. It does happen. Yeah, uh, some story. It's a great story. Fantastic fairy tale. Yeah. Sadly relegated, but they now have an Eiffel Tower in the corner. <laughs> I think the fans are absolutely thrilled at that. Uh, the other story was the league and playoff descended into absolute chaos. It was uh, La Avra faced off against Ajaccio. Um, Ajaccio finishing above La Havre, so it's a kind of similar structure to the championship. Right, yeah. Now, Ajaccio is on the island of Corsica. Ah, right, okay. Uh, other team from there is Bastia. Bastia. You yeah. may remember where forced to play like all their games behind closed doors after their fans attacked the Leon oh, players. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think last season. Yeah. So Corsican fans, beautiful island, not such a good <laughs> reputation. So they, of course, attacked the bus on their way. The bus broke down. There was glass shattered. Uh, I remember hearing about that, yeah. Claims bad. of racism, uh, things like that. Uh, the second leg, I believe there were four red carts dished out after an incident. Lavra scored, he put his fingers in his ears, which I think reflected a Memphis Depay celebration. Ah, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. that's been absolutely stellar. Yeah, definitely, he's been outstanding. Uh, and I will, will come on to those players in a moment. <laughs> so the, the referee just held out his red card and turned into the directions of whoever he wanted oh, to send right, up, okay, yeah. which was unbelievable scenes. <laughs> Unfortunately, Ajaccio, who caused all the trouble, won that fixture on penalties which nobody wanted to happen <laughs> the French authorities basically said look we can't overturn the results but you are playing so that's it, you yeah. are playing the next game on the mainland behind closed doors so if anyone was watching in BT Sport they played it in Montpellier uh-huh. uh, behind closed doors against Toulouse and Toulouse won like 4-0 5-0 so on 4-0 yeah, yeah. Um, you know which who were they I think it was uh, Max Gradle, formerly of Bournemouth. All right, yes. Playing yeah. with Toulouse and a few more familiar faces there. So thank goodness Adaccio, Ajaccio didn't go up. And uh-huh. long may yeah. they play the rest of their games behind closed doors <laughs> because that is a Yeah, shame. no, that's true. Very true. So Toulouse survived, but no one really likes them that much either. <laughs> um, but I, as I say, uh, competitive behind Paris Saint-Germain uh, in the league. You know, Leon, Marseille and uh, Monaco have been I I find it really interesting to see how that's went. It's uh, I've watched a few of the games this season. Mm. It's I watched a Leon Monaco game and I watched a Leon Marseille game, and they were really competitive, really good games. They're such good. See, Leon especially are such a fantastic attacking team. Yeah, uh-huh. I think they've got three of their strikers are in the top scorer list, uh, and rightfully so. I mean, you know, people like Nabil Fekir mm. is an absolutely stunning footballer. Oh yeah, really good. 
Um, I, I was really impressed with Leon when I seen yeah. them against Everton. That's I the thing you saw them at Goodison Park. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, did they beat Everton? Didn't they? Was uh, a draw? Did that, no, they won one nil. One nil. Yeah, it was one nil. Yeah, one nil. <laughs> Doubt myself there. Oh, was it two one? No, it was two one. Two one. It was two one. Williams. I remember him scoring, running into the crowd, and then the guy, the guy had the Wayne in his arm. And oh, then the, There was the punch. <laughs> up there. Yeah. That was ridiculous, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, but they certainly don't miss the likes of Lacazette. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, from earlier on the season, so. Uh, fantastic also Marseille Florian Tovan ah, yes, was their yes, player of the season he was the second highest scorer behind uh, Edinson Cavani uh, when I say Florian Tovan I of course mean Florian Tovan aka Charlie Puth uh, <laughs> they look like exactly the same person aka Peter Pollitt <laughs> <laughs> for all the former Aberdeen fans out there look at pictures of the three of them you won't be able to tell the difference I think if I tell me what you did to me reference but it's, <laughs> it's not quite going so despite really struggling for Newcastle and things, he's been excellent. He's actually been picked for the France squad. Oh, has he? Aye. Ahead of people like Anthony Martial, um, Adrian Martial. Rabio wasn't picked. Um, quite a few names he's, he's kind of pipped to the post uh-huh. uh, just for playing so well. I suppose playing in his home league, that's definitely helpful. Absolutely. And uh, despite making that Europa League final, uh, which I think would be a huge highlight for Marseille. It's, yeah. it's not, I, mean, uh-huh. I thought they were a bit lacklustre in the final. Payet plays for them too. He so does. He went off injured in the final, which was a bit of a blow for them. Well, that's why he's not picked yeah. for the French one. I think one thing about Marseille is just they have this great team culture of getting the best out of players that out feel, the team. feel yeah. comfortable there. Uh-huh. So like Payet, I know, did quite well at West Ham, but that just seems to be his home. Tovan, mm. similarly, works best there. Mm. Uh, another standout for them has been Luis Gustavo. Ah, yes, yeah. He's the only player he used to play with Ex- Wolfsburg. Ah, yeah, that was the team. Uh, it's been fantastic. So they've they've picked really wisely. They've uh, so got a wee bit more money now, Marseille, haven't they? They've got new investors or that, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. Um, so we, they went really well, uh, but sadly missed out on the Champions League spot. So that went to Monaco uh, and Lyon, who I think fully deserves it. Yeah. Uh, for the other European places, Rennes, Bordeaux and Saint-Étienne. With Mario Balotelli's niece narrowly missing out, yeah, uh-huh. despite their absolutely stellar season, you know, last year, uh-huh. uh, haven't been able to quite hit the heights this season, can they? No, been very, very competitive, but they had a bit of a European run themselves. Uh, you know, in the group stages, I can't remember if they got through the Europa League, but uh, I think that maybe took it took it out of them a wee bit. Yeah, uh, which is a shame. But uh, a few of the transfer rumours. Apparently, Nabil Fekir, the sterling. Was it Liverpool, was it? Liverpool. Yeah. £50 million plus pounds. Uh, I think worth that. I, I would say so, yeah. I've been impressed by him. But I think Liverpool have just signed this Fabinho, haven't they? Yeah. For the same how ma- how many of money. midfielders do they need? I know Can's rumoured to be leaving them. He's maybe going to Juventus. Oh, yeah, Emre Can, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Can. Ah, yeah. Uh, so that might be... That might be a reason mm. why they're trying to get him in, but at the same time, I think Liverpool should be looking for a goalkeeper more than anything. But <laughs> um, so yeah, it would be a great signing for Liverpool. But they also they've got oh his name's out of my head now. Oh Kieta, sorry, uh, coming oh, from hey, Red Bull. Yeah, for another astonishing sixty million or something. Uh-huh. So it's a lot of midfielders that seem to be signing yeah. Liverpool. Um, mm. A few other people that are looking. I think Javier Pastore to West Ham. I did hear that rumour, yeah. Yeah, quite strong. He's not really been at the forefront of the PSG. No, it's a bit of a step down, though, to West Ham, I feel. It's going to be a wage cut. Yeah. Um, but if it's going to be games, you know, happy if days. game time, yeah. I think someone like Angel Di Maria, 
who apparently has been on the phone to Diego Simeone. Ah, right, okay, yeah. Take me now or lose me forever. <laughs> uh, but then the other rumour around that is that he wants Cavani to replace Griezmann. Mm. Uh, yeah. Cavani this season just becoming PSG's top scorer of all time. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. So, you know, where <laughs> you want to ride that out become a PSG legend, I don't know. Yeah, and then of course Cristiano Ronaldo to PSG. Apparently Casemiro is someone they're interested in as well. Is that right? Ah, right. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of some loose rumours. Ah. Yeah, but no, they will need to be interested to see because obviously they've got a new boss, Thomas Tuchel, and if he's able, I'll to... I'll be interested to see how he does at PSG. To be honest, I I was quite impressed with the job he done at Dortmund. To be honest, so hopefully Aye. he can do the same sort of job at PSG. Obviously, it's a bigger level, and he's going to have bigger sort of. Um, personalities Absolutely. let's say uh, to deal with so bigger uh, funds bigger management yeah uh, we will see how it gets on uh, so I think that about uh, rounds us off yeah uh-huh. for this week uh, thank you very much for joining us for our reviews comment below again I'm needing new theme tunes <laughs> <laughs> and things like that um, so thank you very much for listening from me Paul thanks for listening everyone from down and have a good evening a good afternoon and a good morning bye bye